song. This is the Firefly Funhouse, and I want to introduce you to some very special friends that I've met along the way. Hey, this is Adam Copeland, a.k.a. the Rated R Superstar. Hey, guys, this is Renee Paquette. This is Kane from WWE. This is WWE Superstar Drew McIntyre. Hello, this is WWE Hall of Famer, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Hi, this is Bree, and this is Nikki, and we're the Battle Twins. This is Christopher Daniels, and what I like to do on my office is listen to the rap, and now you are And it is awesome. Satisfaction is guaranteed. It's time to experience the award-winning The Rack. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. I love kickball. I'm back, taking souls and digging holes. I'm going to break you, bitch, you hear me? You can love, but you can't touch. Ruthless <laughs> aggression. With your host. They've been lying to you. Heroes don't exist. Y'all become addicted to the illusion of what a hero does for you. Have I mentioned that I was uh, once addicted to eating sponges? Lindsay Ward. Look at me, woman. And you can just call me Taker. Oh my god, it's Taker. Taker, Taker, Taker. Does Taker hate me? Oh my god, it's Taker. She was a wicked, wicked child who spat and swore and shoot to back. I like puppets. Stickers! And her producer, Sir Rockin. My little creatures of the night now experience the magical art of puppetry. What the game is playing! Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. We're here. Yowie wowie! Good evening, everyone. Welcome to The Rack right here on WildTalkRadio.com. Back to our friends over at MBG Films. Check them out at YouTube.com slash MBG1211. And if you're listening to us over on RackRadioShow.com, WildTalkRadio.com, directly on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. If you're on Twitch and you have to have a Prime Gaming sub available, you can use it here for free for 30 days. All you have to do is hit the little rectangular button down at the bottom of the screen and you can subscribe for free. It is that simple. You can also subscribe the regular way, follow the channel, hang out and chat, or listen to the archive. We are happy to have you any way we can get you. I'm your host, Lindsay Ward. Joining me, as always, is the ever-faithful producer, co-host, slash handyman, Sir Rockin'. Here, we're live, we're doing a thing, it's called The Rack, it's live, it's Thursday, you can tweet us at WildTalkRadio, at RackRadioShow, at Wild, at Lindsward, come to WildTalkRadio.com, RackRadioShow.com, or twitch.tv slash live to interact with us live tonight, chat, because we have things to get into, but before that, as a reminder, this Sunday, on WTR Sunday at WrestleTalk Radio, will be the WTR Royal Rumble Entry Contest Drawing, all you gotta do is say, you're in. I'm in! Like that, but you're already in, and you'll be entered into the Royal Rumble entry contest. It's just basically bragging rights. You'll be given a number, 1 to 30, for the spot in either the in both the men's and the women's Royal Rumble. That'll be the person you can cheer for during the Royal Rumble. All you have to say is, I'm in, and you're in. You got till Sunday at some point, till, or till we run out of spots. We have like five or six spots left, so tell your friends, tell your, your, your enemies, be a part of the Royal Rumble entry contest. Just say I'm in and you're in and you'll get your number during the live drawing this Sunday on WTR Sunday Night. And the Royal Rumble takes place one week from this Saturday. So you can get all your, you know, so you can cheer along on that day. Plus, as you, if you look on your, your screens right now, there's your schedule for the Royal Rumble week on WTR Live, including two previews, two reviews, and a Royal Rumble simulation all next week. On twitch.tv slash Live For your viewing pleasure. We're, we're doing a lot of streaming next week, so. Yeah, we'll be busy. We got an extra stream, so have fun with 
all of that, but that's your schedule for the upcoming week ahead. So there you go. That's the news. That's all the stuff. It's all the show stuff, stream stuff, whatever you want to call it. So there, there you go. Those are your programming notes. So let's get into news. Talk to our friends over at mbgfilmsyoutube.com/mbg1211. Oh, and we got a breaking story right as we came to air. Do we want to leave with it, or do we want yeah, to close let's, with it? Let's talk about them. Let's talk. Let's talk about it. So as of ten minutes ago or so, New Japan Pro Wrestling has announced that Okada is leaving the company when his contract ends on January thirty-first. According to him, he has nothing but gratitude for having been a part of New Japan Pro Wrestling since 2007 and for New Japan bringing me from a 19-year-old kid off the plane in Mexico to the Rainmaker I am today. Thank you to the best of companies in New Japan Pro Wrestling, to the best of opponents that I've been able to face here, and to the best of fans that have cheered and booed over the years. I promise to make it rain in every match I have left, so keep watching. Hmm. So we talked Hmm. about this... Saturday, Brands? Question mark. Um, Is he in chat? I think so. Uh, we talked about this Saturday at some point. I forget. It was maybe it was a bold prediction or something about someone appearing somewhere. Yes, Saturday. I don't remember the context. Was it the was it our predictions that we did it? I don't remember. But I know Casey went. Or jo- no, it was Jabber who went. Huh, I thought contracts run out at, at Wrestle Kingdom, not in a couple months. Well, now oh, he predicted he would be hired. Well. Well, but hired where? Where'd you say hired? Because that's the key. Because um, it appears AEW. Well, it appears that prediction could be coming true. I uh, was Tony Khan tweeted about four hours ago that it's going to be a great 2024 for AEW. But there's also the rumor speculation that he could be joining World Wrestling Entertainment. And you know, contract could end on January 31st, but his time could be up because he just worked for TNA in this past week. Um, at their tapings in Las Vegas for a one-off. We just talked about it. The Royal Rumble week's coming up. He, could he be a part of the WWE Royal Rumble? And with a certain um, visionary who may or may not be injured, he wouldn't be a bad choice to replace the visionary, the revolutionary, if things were to go down. Maybe. I don't know. Like, I just get this feeling, though, he would be better suited for AEW. No, he would definitely be better suited for AEW. It fits him. Like, it fits his style, and it goes back to what QT Marshall said when on his exit, that they're leaning to become more New Japan. And I believe they have the partnership with New Japan, right? They do have the partnership, but, like, like that's the weirdest thing. It's like, Osprey's coming over. He left New Japan to do AEW. Okada's coming over. Is he leaving to do... And they could still work New Japan if they so choose. But I think where they could do the, you know, the forbidden door stuff, I don't think they're going to go over and do majors, a lot of major things because they've already been is there, it done really, that. It's not, it's not. Is it really a forbidden door if his contract is expiring, though, or has expired? No, I'm saying he, the, the pay-per-view. They can, he can work the pay-per-view against New Japan, that that sort of thing. Representing AEW against New Japan. It's not expiring. Uh-huh. That that's forbidden door. Um, it's something. It's something could happen. It's it's weird. Like if you're gonna go work New Japan and AEW, just work them both and and take your money. But it means he's coming over here at least for runs. You would think, depending on who he signs with. If he signs with WWE, he'll be over here bullish time. Because I can't see them let him letting him go back and forth to Japan at times. Because that would be too long a gap for WWE programming. Unless he's coming over to be part time, which is like okay. That's fine, but... I think if he's going to make the jump, and he's going to move here, and he's going to work here, I feel like he, the biggest bang for his buck is to work for WWE, because he will get more out of his run, potentially, in WWE between the touring and everything that they do, versus AEW. Like, AEW is not necessarily a touring brand. They're only doing TV Twice a, week. a couple times a week. So he may not get what a lot of people feel is his money's worth, but it depends on what he's looking for. If he's looking for an easier schedule or he's only wrestling once, twice a week, AEW's his company. Like, that's perfect. But if he wants more, that then WWE may be something to consider. But And it also depends on what does he want out of this opportunity that he's about to get. Is he wanting to wrestle Will Ospreay and, and Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega again? Then... You go to AEW, but if you want to do something different. This was the whole thing with the Will Ospreay. It's like, why it would have been an interesting signing? Because he'd be fighting different people. Will Ospreay took the safe choice. 
to go to AEW. And whether that was either he got outbid or WWE didn't fully bid or, or something happened, what have you, going for New Japan people going to AEW is the safe choice, no matter who it is, whether it's Okada, Osprey, Hooten, you name it, going there there is safe because you're working the same people you would have worked and working that style. Going to WWE is a challenge for them because you're working differently. You're working the WWE style. You're not working the independent style like you can in AEW. While you can do some of, a lot of the same stuff, you have to do it a different way, a slowed down way, a different version of it, just because WWE shoots their programming differently. But with the new management in charge, will that still be a thing? Yeah, because WWE still shoots it differently than any other company. They still shoot pro wrestling their way, and they wrestle their style of matches. Like the mat- Are you able to do different things? Yeah, but the style of match is still the WWE style, and there's a new AEW style, there's a new Japan, everyone has their own style, but the easier to transition would be to the AEW style because you don't have to change much. And again, it's to me, it's a safer choice to go to AEW, because if we work in the same type of people, he would. But if he wants a challenge, go to WWE. Fight bigger guys. Fight Brock Lesnar. Fight the Gunthers of the world. I, I mean, and do, and do something. I can, and just do something different. I can respect wanting to take the safe choice and go to AEW and wrestle all the same people because it is easier. But I kind of wonder if that's worth coming over here for. Yeah. Right, like again, there's a partnership between AEW and New Japan. So if he wanted to wrestle the Brian Danielsons and the, you know, the Kenny Omegas of the world, he could. Mm-hmm. They just send them over to Japan, or he could come over here and do it. Like I feel like if you're looking to grow, if you're looking to change, if you're looking to do more, jumping to WWE might be the best choice. Will there be adaptation? Sure, but I think my one concern too is just. You look at what WWE has done to people like Shinsuke Nakamura, where he was a really big hire when they brought him in, what, like 10 years ago? Five, 10 years ago? Something like that now. And he's just sort of, once he got caught up to the main roster, he got lost in the shuffle. And they're just now beginning to really do something with him. Like, you have them pushing the the women in terms of Asuka and Kari and Io, but that took a while as well. So for Okada, you're kind of sitting there looking at it going, do I want to risk sitting on the bench or not for the sake of something new and different? But WWE might be good in that case because at least when he comes over... Because I don't know how familiar with the U.S. he is. I don't know how much time he spent here. But it's if you're going to move over here and you're going to live here full time, it's they could have you at least come into NXT for a month or two to just get acclimated because I believe they help people with that. Yeah. Like there's a whole program that they have that when they bring people in from international that they help them find a place to live and they get them settled and they make sure they're good to go. And that, you know, in case there's anything they need, they'll take care of it for them or they'll help them take care of it. Like in terms of like paperwork and stuff like that. So I don't know if AEW does that same thing or not, but that's just WWE does have experience bringing people over from international promotions and helping them get situated in the United States and set them up for success. Brent goes, the big question, if Okada comes in, who gets from AEW gets pushed down the card? We've already seen people like today where he was getting pushed down to being ROH Trios champion. I think he's ROH Trios champion because they're going to unify the titles. Um, they're already unifying it? Well, unifying the ROH Trios titles and the <gasps> AEW Trios titles and making them one, one set of championships. I think that's the should be the direction because you don't need two sets if you have not enough talent for one and you need all the titles yes but that's besides the point um i don't know who you who gets pushed down the car i think he just gets put well okay okay if okada goes to aw he takes brian's spot in june july august the full-time spot because brian's going part-time so okada would take brian's spot but but i don't know they got they got they have spots because we had People Christian and Dustin. We had Christian versus Dustin Rhodes on TV this week, so you know, um, like you do, like you do. So I think whatever happens, it will be interesting. It will be something to watch because if he, depending on what he chooses, it will be a big deal because yeah. this is a major defection. I don't want to say defection; that's not really a word, but this is a major jump for. Yeah someone from New Japan to do this because you don't see it a lot. We're seeing it more lately, but yeah. We're seeing it more lately, but it's, you don't see that many people from New Japan really coming over to the U.S. to either AW or WWE. Um, You're seeing it more in other promotions, but not New Japan. So this will be a very curious story to follow. It shall be. So sticking with the other news, 
just because why not? We didn't really mention them, but Okada could also go to TNA. But <laughs> he just worked there, so the door is open. Door is open, but they may not have the money because well, TNA had their um. Hard to Kill pay-per-view this past weekend, and Nick Nimeth, a.k.a. Dolph Ziggler, and Dana Brooke, a.k.a. Ash, joined TNA Wrestling. Zia Brookside also signed with TNA Wrestling as well, so they may not have room for Okada. I mean, they can always make room for Okada, but not full-time. Yeah, no. They, I, mean, I mean, they would they, be happy to, I'm sure. I mean, Okada came back, and they also brought back Explosion taping, so good for them. Congrats. <laughs> Whatever works, I guess. I because like it was a big thing. He used to wrestle on Explosion. Uh... Coincidentally, they brought it back. He the, just the, the week he was there this week, just coincidental. You know, like you know, just as a nice gesture. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Oh, but going back and... to going back to the Okada, the who spot Okada would take thing stings. Duh, <laughs> duh. Like sting spot. Stings retiring in a month and a half. Duh. But okay. Darby needs a new friend. It could be Okada. I feel like that would be a weird pairing. Yes, it would, but it, I, I thought about Brent's question, and I gave him an answer. It's a very good answer. I'm very proud of you. Uh, TNA Wrestling, a subsidiary of Anthem Sports and Entertainment and a division of Anthem Sports Group, has announced today that a partnership with global entertainment platform Star Times will bring exclusive TNA content to more than 30 countries throughout Africa in January of 2024. So that's exciting. That's a, more people seeing it. It's a good thing. They're becoming a global force. In wrestling. Dang. <laughs> so good for them. Uh, moving on to AEW and ROH. Rise to the Top, created by Eastside Games, is a simulation-style game where you can build a roster of AEW stars and run their promotion with your own storylines and matches. Bring the sports world to its knees. And live your wrestling dream by collecting, battling, and dominating. My goodness, there's some language in this. With AEW's championship roster, join now and rise to the top. Become a part of AEW as you rise to the top on the hottest roster in the wrestling business. Go on tour with Dynamite, Rampage, Collision, House Rules, and weekly special events. All Elite Wrestling Idol Force Experience allows you to unlock all of your favorite wrestlers, upgrade them, and send them into battle to fight against classic AEW opponents. Become part of the feuds. As you enjoy custom storylines and championship feuds. This is a mobile game. This is a mobile game. AEW Rise to the Top download now. Um, Like, you read that PR piece? Like, what? Somebody just ran with a theme in this. I'm proud of them. Congrats congrats to them for, uh, I don't know, coming up with something, but... That is the floweriest piece of bullshit I've seen in a while. Like, damn. None of that will live up to the hype of whatever this game was. Because they haven't barely, they didn't even promote it. Like, okay, cool. But there's a mobile game they have now for the mobile. Another one. Another one. Another one they sunk some money into. Probably is not going to make them anything. But hey, if you're an Xbox Ultimate member, uh, AEW Fight Forever is available for free this weekend. Ooh. So if you haven't tried Fight Forever, no one has. You could go check it out free. Part you, of my... you, you tried it. I did. Casey tried it. Yeah. You. Yeah, but it's 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 a game. It's a thing. It legitimately they they it was over. God, uh, it didn't deliver, and they're they're sinking more money into it trying to update the rosters, which is great. Keep updating, make DLC and whatever, and keep the game alive. But people like put out um, plays for the game, like who's playing the game actively on Steam and PC, whatever, because it's the only number you can track. Mm-hmm. Oof. Oof, not a lot. Well, I mean, I feel like once you sort of go through all the content, there's not much else to do. We're hitting triple digits with the amount of plays, if that player base. I mean. Oof. Oof. That's it's good. an oof. That's an oof. <laughs> That's, it's, it's, well, I mean, there's a difference between plays and buys. Like, they they're, they get their money back from, like, the DLCs and the play, and, like, the people buying the game. But you would hope people so are like, still buying the DLC, because there's, then, you know. The, I don't know, $12 the, for one skin, and it's not even updated? Yeah, because that was part of a, pay, like, it was, like, 20-something dollars if you got, like, the whole season pass for the season two, so it was, like, Three, D- three single DLC things. Still, you're getting Tony Storm in the game and it's not timeless. I mean, I understand production schedules and everything else, but, but you have, you've had kind of enough time to update her. Especially, you could have delayed the release of it for the gimmick. That's kind of... 
the situation there. It's I don't know. I I hope they do well, but it's it doesn't always work out the way it should. Um, it's the best way to put it. God, I'm so sorry to hear that. Enjoy or not enjoy. I don't know. Oh, yeah, is it a good thing snow. you're going? We're, we're getting snow. Do you know where the shovel is? Well, it's just I don't I don't have the shovel anymore. So that's a good thing. Um, hey, I don't have to do it. Um, let's go. Yeah, but we're getting like two to four or five inches, something like that. I don't know. It's just gonna be fucking cold here. We got snow the other day too, and it's like three inches of snow. So we finally got back into snow season after missing it last year. We were talking about it at work today, and like we were all pretty much of the same mind that it's like if it's going to have the audacity to be this cold, that at least it could snow. I mean, Buffalo will send you snow, and it will probably not melt because of how cold it is everywhere else. I think the Midwest but, can send you some snow too. I mean, we think we might get some this year, but we we just don't know. Never know. But I'm so sorry, forty six inches. That that sucks. That's it's, no fun. Hey, Unless you don't 12. have to go anywhere. If it's not 12, I mean, that's then you're causing problems. Yeah, a foot of snow is not fun. A foot of snow is just, I'm not leaving my house. <laughs> These are factual statements, yeah. Anyway, like, there's no point. Moving on. Moving on. WWE, part of the TKO Group Holdings, announced today a new partnership with American Corporate Partners, a national nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering returning veterans and active duty spouses through one-on-one professional development mentorship programs. As part of the partnership, WWE superstar and former United States Marine Montez Ford will become the first professional athlete to serve as a registered mentor for the ACP. That's exciting. That's big news for him. So that's awesome. And this is something I think that Undertaker might get in on too because he's very into veteran and military charities. So that could be... We'll have to see about that. We'll have to see about that. But that's good for Montez. So congratulations to him and ACP and WWE for doing that. More charitable work is always good to hear about. Yeah, very much so. So with that, the blame Brents. Bones breaking. Backs cracking. Shoulders snapping. It's this week's Injury Roundup. You know, we went through this whole big thing of making predictions for 2024. We did. You know, that was the whole end of December, beginning of January as we did all those shows. Brent just couldn't help himself. He just had to screw a lot of people, I feel like, with this one. Cora Jade is out with an ACL injury. Hashtag blame Brent. That's what, nine months? Mm, to, it could be up to a year, depending. Because Charlotte just... Brent! Was, Charlotte's on one. Cora's on it. Um, Nikita just came back from one. Tegan's had 4,000. Um... Dakota's had a couple. She's still recovering from hers. Um, yeah. WWE and ACL is not the best combination. Of... Good job, Brent. Yeah. Great great, great job, Brent. Proud of you. Congratulations. Nailing so with that. It. He's nailing it. Is it we take a break? Yeah. <laughs> so when we come back, we're going to be talking all about Monday Night Raw, which is probably what we should have watched instead of the Eagles game. But it's okay because we're going to talk about it later. Not the Eagles um, game. Not the Eagles game, but Raw. Uh, so you're listening to the rack right here on WildTalkRadio.com, and we'll be right back. Things are exactly what they Sunday night. The evolution continues with Wrestle Talk Radio, giving you all the latest happenings in sports entertainment. With the intern, the producer, the original Tim Stein, and sometimes a case sheet. It's WTR Sunday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Mountain, only on the Wild Talk Radio Network. This just into the CB Radio News Desk. CB Radio is moving. Sources tell us that CB Radio is moving to a brand new start time. Wait a minute. Sources tell you what? Sources tell us that CB Radio is moving to a new start time of 11.30 p.m. Eastern. Are these the same sources that said that Fuzzy Wuzzy wasn't a bear? Confirmed. I don't know if we can trust it. 
Trust the sources. CB Radio is now going to be live every Saturday night, 11.30 p.m. Eastern, 8.30 p.m. on the Pacific. But what about midnight-ish? Still midnight-ish Atlantic time. That's a relief. We are still your only excuse to be home on a Saturday night, just earlier. Are you following us on twitch.tv slash WTR live? Do you have Amazon Prime? If so, you can link it to your Twitch account and subscribe to our Twitch channel for free with Twitch Prime. It's the easiest way to help support us for free. Every Monday night, once Monday Night Raw ends, the Raw Post Show goes live. You want to hear a story? Give me a hell yeah! Join Lindsay and Sir Rockin as they give their opinions on what they liked, what? what they didn't like, what? and what left them completely confused. What? It's the Raw Post Show. What? Monday nights, what? 11 p.m. Eastern, what? live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. And that's the bottom line. Go, 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 Did you know you can use support a creator code ROCKNSOCK in the Fortnite item shop? That's R-O-C-K-N-S-O-C-K in the Fortnite item shop. That's a hashtag ad, because we are a hashtag epic partner. is the undisputed future of WWE, Seth Rollins, and you are listening to The Rack on Wild Talk Radio. the rack right here on wildtalkradio.com brought to you by our friends over at mbg films check them out youtube.com slash mbg 1211 if you're listening to us over on rockradioshow.com wildtalkradio.com or directly on twitch thank you so much for tuning in we greatly appreciate it if you're on twitch and you haven't have a prime gaming sub available well you can use it here for free for 30 days all you have to do is hit the little purple button down the bottom of the screen and you can subscribe for free it is that simple you can also subscribe the regular way, follow the channel, hang out and chat, or listen to the archive. We are happy to have you any way we can get you. And now we're going to talk Raw. Raw was a show. Raw was a show. There was a lot of aggression on this show. There was. A lot also, of people had a mad. They did have a mad, but there was also like a makeshift set on Raw. I noticed that too. I was like, wait, did they? are they changing the set? Did something happen to the set? No. So um, because of the snow and the building, <laughs> they had to, in 24 hours, um, reconfigure the set. They had to build a whole new scaffolding thing for the lighting ring because they were afraid um, the building in Arkansas with the snow on top of it and their heavy lighting ring, lit lighting rig there would be issues. So instead of hanging them down from the top of the ceiling, they built their own scaffolding for lighting around the ring, if you noticed. And, it did. And then the stage, they had it, they made it smaller and, and to reduce things for sizing and, and pyro reasons and just overall better accommodating of the building. And apparently, according to Triple H, it was done in 24 hours. Look, I'm convinced at this point there is nothing WWE's production and their road crew cannot do those people are freaking wizards and they've all done it for like 50 billion years so they just know what to do yeah but they're like oh there's snow on the roof it might implode Eh, we'll just build our own rig it's fine yeah but it's like it come congrats to them for getting it done because that's a that's a big task to just sort of reconfigure raw the set in 24 hours. That's some serious engineering. Yeah. So everything Good should be them. back. Everything should be back to normal Friday on SmackDown and back and going forward on Monday Night Raw. But yeah, it was it was the last minute. Hey, we gotta um, figure all this out because everyone like 
I saw on Twitter before, before the show, I was like, that's a different set. Why is there a different set? And it's like, huh. Because your brain goes, well, WWE just hired new production people. And then yeah. TKO was like, we're cutting some budgets. And did they cut a budget for the set? But it's like, if you already own the set, you don't need it. They're not losing any money. So it's not like you can continue using it. So that was like out the window. Um, yeah, they had a drive. They had a bad um, road trip getting there. A lot of them did. Johnny talked about it on his Instagram. They had a drive from flew. They flew to Dallas and flew. Got canceled. They had to fly to. They had to drive to Arkansas from somewhere. It was um a lot of a lot of time. But they cause, but they wrestled on the show, which we'll get to in in a minute. But Cody opened the show. Shocker. Shocker. Um, talked about beating. Talked about beating Nakamura and why he came back to WWE and then talked about the Royal Rumble. He got interrupted by Cody or by Drew McIntyre. And they had a bit of a conversation that um, we, we learned their backstory. They were the dashing ones at one point as tag champs. Many, many, many years ago, yes. That's a, that, I forgot that they, they were tag champs. I, yeah, I didn't remember that at all. When you said that, I was like, Oh yeah, they were, weren't they? Like that's a time period on SmackDown. It's like I don't Cause that really was... remember. Because that was like, oh, because that was what, yeah, because that led into, I think, the grotesque gimmick, because I think what happened was, didn't Drew get fired, and they had to do something with Cody, and so they had him get, like, braided, and, like, he took a, something to his face, and he ran around doing the grotesque gimmick after that. I don't think Drew was fired at that point. No, Drew got fired later on. Anyway, doesn't matter. They they talked Don't worry about it. They talked about following footsteps and all the thing about McIntyre wants to finish his story before Cody finishes his. They both in the Royal Rumble. Cody talked about how that Drew could win or Jey Uso could win or CM Punk who could win. You can't count anyone out. Um, but McIntyre told Cody, just you know, be your be your normal self. Don't run wear suits like you're running for office. Don't have to smile all the time. Cody's like, it's not an act. It's who I am. I smile because this is what I love. He appreciates the opportunities he's had because he's made them for himself. Cody said that they are similar, but whereas Cody is thankful for his second chance, McIntyre just complains about his, which is very fair. He does complain a lot. McIntyre talks about the real Cody was a wolf in a politician's clothing. He asked why Cody brought Jay sort of back to Raw. He said he wished Cody wasn't a kiss-ass at times, but he likes him. He complained about Damien being an idiot. For cash, trying to cash in his money bank contract during his match, he would be world champion now if it wasn't for him. He says the story belongs to him at WrestleMania. Rhodes said McIntyre used the word "if" a lot. He said McIntyre is filled with grievances and he wants Cody to be the same way. Cody said when he talks about finishing the story, he looks at himself and the fans. Cody said if McIntyre wanted to sell things in WrestleMania, he would give us something to complain about. But the last time they they met, he asked them this one question: "Who won?" Mm. And apparently, according to CageMatch.net. Your source for professional wrestling. <laughs> they they wrestled at WCPW where Cody beat them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, CageMatch.net. Who wants none of your shit, by the way? Um, they're tired of the the war. They want to be their own things. Leave, leave them out of things. They're blocking comments now. Cowards. Because they don't want the argument. They want their board back. So. I mean, okay, that's fair. Like, I can understand that. You don't want people, but like, bickering back and forth and just like messing stuff up. But you should allow some to, like, just create its own space and just let them go in there and fight. It'll be fine. They can't do that. But yeah, that's how we're all started. It was a good opening. It was a really good opening. It's setting up something later between potentially Cody and Drew, which I like. Um, I mean, if they're not, if, if neither one is able to finish a story at WrestleMania, there's your Mania match. There you go. Depends what Dwayne is doing. Um, <laughs> we don't know yet. We haven't heard. We have not heard just yet. But we got the matches to talk about, including the the, uh, the mentioned of DIY Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, who had the long flight in to Lola Rock Art Talk, taking on Dominic and JD McDonough. Dominic, not Dom and Nick, although they're still looking for Nick. He's on a t-shirt. He is on a t-shirt. DIY would end up getting the win. This match was really, really freaking good. Mm-hmm. Like, really fantastically good. It was just awesome. I loved all the back and forth. This is just, yeah, this was stellar. It was beautiful. It was wonderful. I loved everything about it. More on the Judgment Day to come. We had Chelsea Green and Piper Niven backstage. She was complaining about Ken Carr making slow counts and wrong people being pinned and 
things like that. While he was also talking to um, Indy and Candace, they, they want this to be their year. And well, Pierce says, "I well, you guys want a match, and you you want an opportunity, so um, you guys fight." It's like okay, which means we got Indy and Candace taking on Chelsea and Piper. Indy and Candace got the win. They're gonna push Indy and Candace. I'm here for this. I'm all about this. Like they're all in passion. They're ready to go. They want to do things. Please God, do things with them. So yeah, I'm I'm here for all of this. Um, I, I, and the I, match itself was good. It was entertaining. There, there were a couple of weird things, but yeah, there were there was some weird stuff between Chelsea and Indy, but I think they kind of got through it. Also, the finish where um, Indy was covering Green, and then Chelsea, uh, Candice was also then got the full count because Indy rolled off because they was the wrong person, but the ref continued to count. So that was something. Um, Oh, but my biggest complaint, guys, fix their time, give give them better time. Don't just give them green background with their names on it in generic font. Give them a logo, make them a real team, show them the way, because that that just did not work well. You've had time to to plan it. Give them something better. Just go pull an After Effects template like what you do for everybody else. It'll be fine. Just give them a give them a real thing. Thank you. Uh, so also on this show, Ivar lost to Akira Tozawa because he took them lightly, and then he had some minute with Maxine and then um, Bahala ringside got distractions. Akira was able to get a roll up, and then Tozawa got his ass kicked. Yeah, Maxine <laughs> got her ass kicked. Yeah, and Chad challenged next week Ivar to a match later on in the night. The match itself was entertaining, like it was fun, but it was yeah, fine this, for what it was. You know, it wasn't meant to be anything like really serious, so it's like okay, all right, yeah, for what this is. It was enjoyable, but for but for serious sake, it wasn't. But it was fun. So Bronson Reed did a little promo backstage and said he's coming after someone's championship, and they don't realize he's going to be coming after them. My thought is Seth, Seth Rollins. Could be. And you do Rollins and Reed in, at the Elimination Chamber. If Rollins is healthy. If Rollins is healthy. We'll talk about that in a bit. But yeah, when this promo aired, when I watched it back, I was like, Oh, he's talking about Seth because he's already fought for the Intercontinental title. So it's I mean, gotta he be US. Yeah, but that's a different brand. Eh. Different brand, different things. So that that's what I, I, I figured. But speaking of the Intercontinental Champion, he was back on Monday Night Raw for the first time in about four or five weeks. Got he got a kid, so he took some time. Um Congratulations to him and, and his wife, by the way. Mm-hmm. He said he watched watched while he was away and saw all the wrestlers arguing who would win the Royal Rumble and even at WrestleMania. Guther recalled entering last year's Rumble at the number one spot him only being one elimination away from winning it. He lasted longer than anyone in Royal Rumble history and so this year he would win the Rumble match and main event WrestleMania, so he's officially declared for the Royal Rumble. Good on him. Let's go. Gunther then talked about Giovanni getting injured, and then the revenge Ludwig Kaiser left on Kofi Kingston. He praised Kaiser as showing grit and confidence and and courage and gave him a hug. Xavier Woods came out. He and Kaiser have a problem. He's the reason Kofi wasn't at Raw, and then he challenged Kaiser to a match, whether if he, you know, if he had to get permission from his daddy or not. Kaiser said... God, who's your daddy? There was chance? a daddy chance. Yeah, yeah. Who's your daddy chance thrown at him? Kaiser asked Xavier Woods if he dared to challenge him after seeing what he did to Kofi last week. Kaiser said what he did to Kingston was nothing compared to what he would do to him. No one called it the intern continental. Intern. God, does Brent need his own title now? No, he has one. He's no days off. Anyway, he's going to take his head. So there you go. It was Kaiser and Woods. Xavier Woods got bloody in the mouth. Ended in DQ. They were throwing things at each other. Chairs. There was a We Want Tables chant at one point. Yep. This was, like, I'm really liking the new aggressive version of Kaiser. Yeah. And Woods coming out and basically being like, I'm going to defend my friend, so let's go. And Kaiser's like, alright. Okay, let's have at it. And then the two of them just fighting. Like, that was that was a really well-done, put-together segment, and I like that it ended in DQ, at least for the time being, because it's like, you can build this to Rumble, yeah. and have this potentially either play a part in the Royal Rumble match itself, or have those two wrestle at Rumble in a singles match, um, and build that rivalry between the two. But yes, and Gunter had a proud he was of proud. Um, Kaiser, mm-hmm. and we got the full, like, mouthy, lippy, tonguey Gunter intro. That man, just the the way that Kaiser just flexes his mouth is just weird. I don't know if anybody's ever like looked at his mouth when he's doing the intro. I don't pay just, attention to his mouth, no. That, that's just, just watch his mouth and you'll no, never be able to unsee it. 
I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Rhea Ripley came out. She's sick and tired of people like Nia Jax running their mouth and claiming that this, this is their division. Rhea said it's her division, and that's why this is her championship. She said whoever wins the Royal Rumble would waste an opportunity if they choose to face her at WrestleMania. This brought out the man. Becky Lynch. Becky said they are very different people who have similar journeys. She said they grew up in a foreign land and dreamt of coming to WWE and becoming the best to ever do it. Lynch said one of them went on to win the main event at WrestleMania while the other did not. Lynch also said the other difference is one of them has natural ability and finesse that is unmatched. Lynch said the other has heart and of a lion and relentless and determination that is unmatched. Lynch said they are the best to ever do it. But she said she has a voice in her said that keeps her awake. Voice that says, I think you might be better than me. But I need to prove you're not. And to do that, I need to take that title from you. And to do that, I need to win the Royal Rumble. I need to point out that sign. I need to declare that at WrestleMania, it will be mommy versus the man. Rhea then talked about the only person who wants Becky Lynch to win the Royal Rumble more than Becky does is me. I'll see you at WrestleMania. Okay. This is the perfect build to set the stage if they go the direction of WrestleMania for these two. Talk more about the Royal Rumble next week and who possibly could win it. Becky has a good chance, but maybe she doesn't. We'll elaborate further next week. Maybe somebody else gets it. We'll elaborate on that next week on our Royal Rumble preview show. But yeah, this was perfect in terms of you're building, now you're building the story of Becky Lynch needing to win the Royal Rumble and the drama that will cause if she does or doesn't win because she wants Rhea. She's now made it perfectly clear. She's done going through the Trish Stratuses and the Tiffy Stratons and then the NXT Women's Championship. She's now focused on Rhea and being better than Rhea. Because she has to be better. She has to be better. So that was really, really good. Very strong offering from both women. Like Rhea was very intense tonight or Mm -hmm. Monday night. So we we had some stuff backstage. Our truth was confronted by Damian Priest, who uh, was mad that Truth was selling fake merch, counterfeit merch, until, <laughs> until Truth whipped out the money and gave him a pile of it. Like, here's I your guess, cut. Here's your cut. A stack of hundreds. Here's like that had to be a couple grand potentially like emphasize like or i don't think it was all hundreds but like at least first couple bills on top were hundreds so it's like a couple grand in in money just in cash just here casually here's your cut and damien's like i want to be mad at you but i can't be mad at you because you gave me a shit ton of money so and then there was something backstage where like um he was in the locker room and then they're all talking and why do we handle the truth and then he's like well he just gave me this so uh I mean, maybe he's cool. He He makes makes us money. (laughs) Like some people. And then it's like, he said, this is my cut. You can all get a cut from him too. What about, JD goes, what about me? Well, he doesn't think you're in, so no. (laughs) You're not on the shirt, dude. You're not on the shirt, so uh, I don't think so. Uh, Which is a great, like, they're continuing that story, which is really, really fun that JD's out in, but he's, according to truth, is out. Also, Damien told Truth, don't tag in. So it was Miz and, and our truth taking on Finn and Damien Priest. Before the match even gets underway, Truth goes here, gives <laughs> gives Finn his cut. Finn's like give me my jacket. I'm going to start stuffing his, his money as they're picking it up off the mat into um his jacket pocket which was so great it was fantastic like finn's getting his money dominic got a little and truth and dominic kind of have a moment where dominic's like hey you're you're actually all right this is cool all right this is awesome like truth is just giving everybody their money and then jd doesn't get anything jd didn't get anything damien and finn would get get the win as truth took the the choke slam from damien priest this was good it was Really well done. Again, Truth is playing his part in this absolutely perfectly. Oh, and them adding him to the graphic in the the, in, the, the big intro graphic thing. Yeah, how that was a nice addition. Um, it was a really nice addition. Quick little match. It was Zoe Stark and Shayna Baszler taking on Tegan and Natalya. Shayna and Zoe got the win. Natty broke a nail, I think, during this one. I actually realized this that I think this is the first time in at least several years that Natty has pink and black yeah she's moved away from it a little bit she's she's shifting away from the pink and black which is which good for her honestly very good for her but i just i noticed that it's like wow she's in black and white she's I've never co- she's been in different colors lately she's she's been kind of switching things up mm-hmm. but then it was the match we were all also shinsuke declared for the royal rumble as well um but it was the match everyone would talk about the man you should not hinder 
Jinder Mahal challenges Seth Rollins for the World's Heavyweight Championship. He had in this year Veer Mahan and Sangha at ringside. This was a solid match, but that's not what people are talking about. Also had really good near falls at the end. If you were like, oh, could they give it to Jinder? They weren't. I kind of wanted them to. They weren't. You Just... had Dam- Damien at ringside as well. Teasing Cat. Yeah, you had Damien and Drew at ringside. Like, yeah, they Dr- kind of got into it a little bit. Yeah, Damien was thinking about it, and Drew showed up, and they brought it out of the way. Um, but yeah, they gave you some believable near falls in this one. Like, I just, I, I really did actually want them to do it, just for reasons. But yeah, it just, just to see Jinder win, because that would have been amazing. Because you can always give it back to Seth, or have Damien take it off of Jinder, but just to have that moment of Jinder Mahal winning his second title. But Seth Rollins would retain the championship, but Coming out of it, he was limping. Um, he, apparently, during one of the moonsaults he did, he landed awkwardly. If you watch back, you could see him go right and look for his knee right away. He landed hard. Um, he had to be helped to the back. He was able to put weight on his knee, uh, but he was limping around backstage, which is never a good sign. Um, it was reported by Wade Keller that he was going under an MRI. The results have not come back. And the, the weirdness is... No one is telling you what is up. Um, according to Wade Keller of PW Torch, very reliable source, uh, the people in the know who would know about the injury are keeping their mouths shut. Mm. Which is never a good sign because Mm-mm. if he was okay, they would tell you. They would just say, it's fine. The more they're secretive about it, the more you have to wonder how bad is it. Is it a slight sprain of, an, of, a, of a ligament? Which, if it is, that's that's the best solution. Because you rest him a few weeks, you brace up, and you're fine. You'll be good to go for April. Because anything else before then doesn't really matter. If you can get him to April, then you get him to April. Will it suck not to have the world title defended on as much? Yes. Do you try to maybe get one title match in beforehand? Maybe. But if you can get him to April, you get him to April. Because that's your priority. Yeah, I was gonna say you, chamber doesn't matter. You, yeah, chamber is chamber. Like you're, they're gonna get lucky in the sense that um, you have chamber and you have rumble in front of WrestleMania. So Seth doesn't necessarily need to wrestle at Rumble. You don't have to have the title defended there. You can de- you can have other matches other than Seth and, to an extent, Roman on the show. Like, you could have him appear, and he could be there. And that's the thing. Seth could be present, depending on how bad the injury is, and he could be cutting promos either backstage or in the ring. Uh, the tricky, more tricky one will be Elimination Chamber, but I think you can get away with it with the Chamber matches, because they'll cover for any world title matches that need to happen. Right, because the Chamber match will be probably contender matches and you'll be all right there and you just they're already sending punk so there's your big attraction i mean you can still have rollins go when he could go out and wave his little whatever he's wearing at that point and right. appear but it like like you said it depends on how bad it is and if he can really walk because is it the knee he injured before or is it the other one i don't i don't know because the last time this happened it was his was it his ACL or his MCL? It was his ACL. That's why I was out for a year. So it was all the ligaments. Like, hopefully, it's not. He didn't blow out his knee again, and he's he's going to be okay. But they're probably thoroughly assessing the situation to see if they need to take the title off him because that's that's only fair. Is if he can't go and they're just not sure it's going to happen, go ahead and take the title off of him. You can have. The person decided you can have it decided at WrestleMania if you want. Put it in. Put it in the chamber. Put it in the chamber. Again, it all. But again, April sixth and April seventh is the date that is the most important. I don't think he was working Rumble because there was been no match announced for him, so he wasn't on that show. He probably just was appearing. Um, Chamber. If he had to work at the show, he's probably defending the title. Well, we talked about Bronson Reed earlier. That would probably have been the match. If that doesn't happen, then you don't have it happen. WrestleMania is the money draw. If he can work the show, then you you just steer the stay the course, cut promos every week. You're good. You limp along to WrestleMania, and then give him time off after that to heal completely. If it's surgery, then well, you're playing the Punk and Rollins match. We'll have to wait at some point, and you figure out something new. That's where Okada comes into play. <laughs> if you want to sign him and have him fill a spot, but it's unfortunate timing, like really unfortunate timing. But and it, it happened in a match that. You know, they were just doing a regular match, but had to be turned up a notch because mm, certain promoters decided to hinder the gender, and they went all out. And 
He's doing lion salt for the sake of doing lion salt. I don't know. It was an odd Gotta situation. show off a little bit. He, he showed off in a little bit, but sometimes it just, that's the way it happens. Injuries happen. So there you go. There you go. So that's Monday Night Raw. In a nutshell, a good show. There was a lot of aggression. We're building to wrestle, or not wrestling, we're building to rumble. We're pushing. I'm, I, I was happy with this. I thought this was an entertaining show. Yeah, I enjoyed I, watching it. It was nice to watch it after the fact, like not on Monday and having to worry about the football game and wrestling. Like to watch it each on their own was a nice, nice little treat. Was it a treat? We're going to call it that. This has been <laughs> the rack live right here on the Wild Talk Band Network. So, chat, here we go. One more reminder. The Royal Rumble entry contest has now officially begun. The drawing is this Sunday on WTR Sunday Russell Talk Radio. All you have to do is hit to say, I'm in. And you're entered in in the, the Bragging Rights Royal Rumble Entry Contest. Get your number on the live drawing this Sunday on WTR Sunday Night. So if you're in chat or on Twitter, tweet us at Wild Talk Radio and say, I'm in. You can say it in chat as well if you're not already entered. But the Royal Rumble Entry Contest kicks off Royal Rumble Week, which we'll get into here in just one second. But Saturday night, 11.30 p.m. Eastern, is another edition of CB Radio Live. But Sunday night kicks off our Royal Rumble week here on WTR Live, including the Royal Rumble preview on WTR Sunday night, Wrestle Talk Radio at 10 p.m. Eastern. Monday night, it's the Royal Rumble Go Home on the Royal Post Show at 11 p.m. Eastern. We'll be back next Thursday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, to preview the Royal Rumble a week from tomorrow at 10 p.m. Eastern after SmackDown is off the air. We'll be live with the Royal Rumble simulation in WWE 2K23, streaming live right here at twitch.tv slash WTR Live, which means Lindsay and Brent will eventually show up and, and join me as we'll, we'll talk through the match, the, the, the matches and simulations and have have a good time live on, on stream. Saturday, the week from Saturday is the Royal Rumble review on the rack. Special day and time. Right after the show ends, we'll be live from 11, 11.15. We'll be live to talk about the Royal Rumble. Russell Talk Radio would then review it a week from Sunday to give their side of the review on WTR Sunday night. It's at Wild Talk Radio on Twitter. It's Facebook.com slash Wild Talk Radio Network. It's Rack Radio Show on all social media platforms, wherever you get your podcasts. Google, which is no longer Google, it's now YouTube Music or something like that. Amazon Music, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, you name it. Just search the Rack Radio Show. Chat if you have Amazon Prime link to your Twitch account. It's called Prime Gaming. Support the channel by clicking the purple rectangular button below the screen. You can also use credit code ROCKINSOCK or Linz M. Ward in the Fortnite Island Shop or Epic Game Store. Why? So we are hashtag Epic Partners. You can follow me on most of the social medias at LinzWard, L-N-S-W-R-D. You can check out my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash LinzWard, where I will be live tomorrow morning bright and early at 7 a.m. for the Genshin special program. So if anybody would like to come and hang out and have coffee and breakfast with me as we talk all about Genshin Impact, you're more than welcome to join me. Twitch.tv slash LinzWard. If not, the VOD will be available for your viewing pleasure. You can also check me out on YouTube, youtube.com slash AdSymbolLinzWard. And you can check me out on TikTok, LinzWard0. And, you know, while you're checking stuff out, liking, subscribing, ringing bells, do all of the things out there. You can also check out Matt's channel, MBG Films, youtube.com slash MBG1211. The Rock, I'm Lizzie Ward. You've been listening to The Rock right here on MallTalkRadio.com, and we will see you next week. Bye! There was some connection.